Hello, and welcome to 15 Minutes to Meaning, where we teach leaders how to improve organizational culture by leveraging meaning in your leadership. I'm your host, Elliot Brooks, and today we will discuss three ideas for creating effective employee feedback. Hello, everybody. This is episode seven. I cannot even believe we made it this far, but we did, and I am excited that we have made it this far. <laughs> I want to thank everybody seriously for your support. Uh, I thank you for the continued love through the DMs and the text messages of just how you're finding, you are finding value in the information presented on this podcast. That's the whole point. We want to help you lead with meaning. And I'm so grateful that uh, from your responses, you're finding that meaning in these episodes. So we're not going to prolong it. We're going to jump straight into it. I have today three ideas for creating effective employee feedback. As you remember, Last week, we talked about why promoting feedback can transform your organizational culture. Well, today, I want to provide you with practical steps that you can implement in your organization, whether you are a part of a large for-profit organization, perhaps you're a part of a nonprofit, perhaps you're a part of the religious sector and you're a pastor. Uh, I I want this to be helpful uh, for practical implementation for you today. So let's jump straight into this. Feedback is important. Let's just start there. Feedback is important, especially as we look at our workforce and world today when it comes to uh, engagement. A lot of employees do not feel engaged. A lot of employees are dealing with uh, feeling undervalued and disconnected from their organizations. And this is proven through research. I remember reading research from Deloitte in 2016 that revealed that employees value culture and career growth almost twice as much as they value compensation and benefits when selecting an employer. And then recently, Gallup uh, did a study in 2021 that revealed that only uh, 33% of U.S. workers felt engaged to their organization. Get this, though. Only 15% of employees felt engaged globally to their organization. So not only are we seeing a low number from the U.S. standpoint, but it's even worse globally. And what I want to show you today is that employee feedback is a great tool that leaders need to utilize more intentionally. I don't want you, I don't want you to miss that because this podcast is all about intentionality and meaning. And what I want you to understand is that just because you may have a feedback system does not mean that it's intentional. Because there's a lot of organizations with feedback pro- processes, but a lot of them are not intentional within their feedback system. Uh, so I want to offer you three ideas that you can be intentional about to, uh, to create effective employee feedback. Number one, the first idea is the leadership accessibility model. The leadership accessibility model. This is simply just at the at its core, the leader walking around the workforce and asking simple questions. This is like a culture setter for a leader to really create a space where employees feel like they can talk to the leader anytime they're around and be able to give 
feedback and thoughts and feelings. Uh, you may ask questions such as how are things going? Uh, other questions such as what is going well for you today? Uh, or one of my favorite questions, how can I, the leader, best support you? These questions just simply create spaces, especially when you practice this with consistency, to allow the workspace, the work uh, force rather, to know that it's okay to provide feedback. It's okay to explain how you feel, what's going on, and how uh, we could do better as an organization. A great example of this comes from an article I read from SHRM, which is Society of Human Resource Management, uh, about a hospital in Tampa called the, General, the Tampa General Hospital. Uh, this idea that took place in the article was that the CEO practiced walking around the campus and talking to employees on a regular basis. And on this particular day, uh, a RN, registered nurse, pointed out to the CEO as she, as she was walking around, uh, pointed out to her in her feedback that the hospital bed sheets repeatedly came untucked, creating safety issues for the clinicians and patient care techs because IV lines would get tangled in sheets and patients became extremely uncomfortable. So get this, as a result of this feedback, the CEO uh, decided that the the entire hospital, which included a, a thousand and seven beds, would be transitioned to fitted bed sheets. So this, so based on this feedback, the whole organization changed their model as far as their bed sheets because of one particular individual that gave feedback. But it all started with the leader providing a culture and providing an avenue where individuals could give feedback. And I just want you to understand how powerful this can be for your organization. Another means of, of, of doing this leadership accessibility model of feedback is through town, ha town uh, halls. Uh, I'm about to say townhomes, but town halls, town hall meetings, uh, providing a space where people can come and, and talk to you, give you feedback on a large scale, but then on a little smaller scale uh, for organized feedback will be small groups, meeting with small groups within the organization and getting feedback from them on specific things. So this idea of leadership accessibility provides you an opportunity to connect directly with the workforce and to hear from them directly in, uh, uh, in comparison to hearing from a representative uh, who represents that particular or those particular employees. So I, I, I want to encourage you to practice this style of feedback where there's a leadership uh, accessibility model where people can directly give feedback to you. And that's just simply getting leaving your space of comfort and walking around the workspace and allowing people to give their feedback. So that's leadership accessibility model. Number two, the pulse survey. That's pulse survey. Uh, this this process is really like a it's a short survey that's given. Uh, some organizations do this from a weekly standpoint. Others do it from a monthly standpoint. Is it, it provides the works the workforce with simple a simple structure that allows them to give simple answers to simple questions. Uh, it's becoming extremely popular in the organizational space for culture uh, because. It's not extensively complicated to give feedback. It's very simple and straight to the point. 
And according to an article by Lattice, uh, which is a magazine for HR professionals and they have software and so forth, in 2021, they it was shown through research that Pulse surveys receive an average response rate of 85%. A, an average response rate of 85%. Now, this is in comparison to an annual or biannual engagement survey, which receives between 30 to 40% response rate. So you can see the difference here uh, because a lot of organizations does, they what they do is they have these annual and biannual uh, engagement surveys or uh, end of the year reviews and so forth. And But what you see with the Pulse survey is that because of its simplicity and how short it is, you're actually getting more responses, which allows the organization to be more intentional in its decision making because they're getting uh, consistent and uh, simple uh, and in and more feedback rather uh, from the workforce in comparisons to an annual survey. Uh, so 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 it's important that we uh, it, it, I guess it shows the intentionality of when you're getting consistent feedback, more people feel engaged and more people will participate because it's constant, it's consistent, it's simple, it's not overdrawn or, 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 or draining, if you will. So that's the pulse survey. Number two, the pulse survey. Number three is the focus group survey or the focus group feedback, rather, the focus group feedback method. And what this is, is a simply, uh, this, is, this is the idea of bringing uh, representation of the workforce together to gather da data on complex questions, complex questions. So, for example, uh, perhaps uh, you, you've learned something from a pulse uh, survey or so forth, and you want to study for your organization if there should be a wellness plan implemented in the organization for employees. This is uh, uh, what you would do is create a focus group uh, for feedback from the employees as a representation of the larger workforce where they will give feedback on a more complex level of a survey or an, or, or uh, uh, a feedback model that will allow them to give detailed feedback on that particular or specific uh, idea uh, that the leader may want to implement. And this allows for you to get uh, a good idea on deeper things because it's hard to get complex answers or answers on complex surveys from the large group that you may have a part of your organization. But you may be able to find more. Uh, you may be able to find more feedback and participation by focusing uh, these complex questions that you need answered to get feedback from a focus group. From a focus group. Uh, and what you see is what many organizations are doing is being is being intentional and meaningful in how they uh, receive feedback. And I believe this can be helpful in your organization and be transformative in your organization by implementing these uh, three ideas of feedback. That is, number one, the leadership accessibility model. Number two, the pulse surveys. And number three, the focus group feedback model. Uh, I have a challenge that I want you to spend some time writing about this week. Uh, 
And it's just these two questions I want you to really respond to in your journal. I, I've, I've been trying to challenge everyone to write, journal. Uh, and these two questions I want you to talk about, to, to respond to this week. That is number one, which feedback method could be most effective in your organization today? Which feedback method presented today could be most effective in your organization today? And then what I want you to write to is what steps need to be taken to implement one of these feedback methods today? What steps need to be taken to implement one of these feedback methods today? I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have found this to be a value add, please do the following for me. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe so you can get up to date releases of each episode. You'll be caught up and you'll see everything we're doing uh, every time I release an episode or have an announcement. Subscribe to the podcast. Second, I, secondly, I want you to follow me on social media at Eli The Elliot Brooks Group. The Elliot Brooks Group. That's on Facebook and Instagram. The Elliot Brooks Group. That's one L, one T on Elliot. The Elliot Brooks Group. Thirdly, check uh, out my website at elliotbrooks.com. Uh, I want to serve and help you and your organization as we all strive to be more meaningful in what we do as we lead people. And then fourthly, I want you to call me at 430-271-5014. That's 430-271-5014. Let me be of service to you and your organization. I want to leave you with this quote. It's an African proverb that I believe is uh, is is relevant to our conversation today. And it just simply says, examine what is said and not who speaks. Examine what is said and not who speaks. I'm Elliot Brooks and let's lead with meaning. I'll see you next Wednesday.